0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala ibadihi All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless his household. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all his companions. May He bless all of us as the ummah. May He bless our offspring to come up to the day of Qiyamah and keep them steadfast. Amen. Beloved brothers and sisters, we firstly ask Allah to accept the sacrifice we have engaged in just now. The salah that we have engaged in, we ask Allah to accept it from us. And we should be grateful and thankful that Allah has used us to sacrifice in order to make it to this place. There are people who have come from far and wide. Alhamdulillah, this evening we have people as far as Johannesburg who have come to spend some time with us. And we have the i'tikaf that has commenced as well, not only in this masjid, but we know we have now struck the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan. So it's important for us to make the most of this particular month, for we would be the losers if we exited the month without having achieved forgiveness. Wa'ilun liman falam yufarla. Destruction be upon the one who has witnessed the month of Ramadan, and still did not achieve forgiveness. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who achieve forgiveness. Yes, it is not quite easy to stand in Salatul Taraweeh when we are standing for so many raka'at, reading, most of us would probably not even understand the Arabic language. One brother spoke to me on a lighter note from Johannesburg, telling me, brother, the masjid I went to, they finished in 20 minutes, everything was over. So much so that when the imam got up the following day, when he said, straighten your rows, I thought he would say, fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us understanding. That is not salah. That is not salah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open our doors. We need to listen to the Qur'an. We need to try and listen to every letter. We will receive a reward for every letter being heard. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make us from those who need to fasten seatbelts. amen we were speaking about Musa alayhi salatu was salam. A question that arose. When Musa alayhi salam, the Prophet Moses, may peace be upon him, came in front of Fir'aun. And he came with this message. Did Fir'aun recognize him as being the same Musa, the same Musa who was brought up in the house of Fir'aun? The answer is yes indeed. He knew immediately that this is the Musa. And this is why the Quran says, when Musa salam came up to him and told him, Look, we need you to do this and that, to send Banu Israel. You are not the God. The God is the one who created the skies and the earth. He looks at him and he says, قَالَ أَلَمْنُ رَبِّكَ فِينا وَلِيدًا وَلَبِثْتَ فِينا مِنْ عُمُرِكَ سِنِينَ Aren't you the one? Isn't it that we looked after you when you were a little child? We brought you up in our own house. Today you want to be against us. And you stayed for a part of your life with us. And you did that little deed of yours which made you run away. And indeed you are from those who are very very ungrateful. The term kufr here refers to ingratitude. When someone is ungrateful, they are also known as a person who has not made or not considered or not acknowledged the gift of someone upon them, the gift of Allah upon us when Allah has bestowed us with our life. And then He tells us to abstain from X, Y, and Z. When we don't abstain, it means we would be from those who are ungrateful, showing ingratitude, and therefore the term used is kufr. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from all forms of kufr. So He says, this is what you did and you ran away. Today you want to come to me and to tell me when we looked after you. Now we learn many things from this. One is if you recall yesterday we spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa alayhi salam, "Walaqad عَلَيْكَ maratan أُخْرَىٰ O Musa, we have indeed bestowed upon you favor upon favor again and again. We have bestowed upon you this favor, that favor, we looked after you when you were... A baby and we brought you up and we did this and that. So on one hand, Allah shows Musa salam and reminds him that we favored you. And on the other hand, you have Fir'aun saying, you know what? We favored you. Look at the opposites here. So Musa salam already knew that this man wants to get away with murder just by telling me that I favored you. So you better keep quiet. When anyone has favored us, our parents our brothers, our sisters, our relatives, anyone has done goodness to us. Yes, we acknowledge the goodness. But it does not mean we allow them to get away with murder. When they've done wrong, you say, look, I acknowledge I've worked for you for so many years, but I just want to tell you that what you are doing here is detrimental, it is dangerous for you. Don't do it. We should never be from those who are too frightened to tell someone what is right in a beautiful, polite manner. When they are wrong, just because they have done good to us. This is a very powerful lesson. Many human beings have this type of attitude. It is actually a Firaunic attitude. This is what the Pharaoh said. You don't have a right to tell me anything because I fed you. I clothed you. In our language, we would say, I sent you to school. So why are you telling me this? If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't, you would have been on the street. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always says, it is Allah. It is none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates a situation which makes people do things. But we only realize it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we are grateful. Part of your gratitude is to tell a person, brother, you are going wrong. Brother, what you are doing here is unacceptable. I am so happy that you have looked after me. I wouldn't like to see you also in the darkness. So, this Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, he tells Fir'aun, وَتِلْكَ نِعْمَةٌ He says, You want to come and speak about these favors of yours upon me to try and get away from the fact that you have enslaved the whole of Banu Israel. So, you want to get away with this enslaving just because of one man you looked after him in your home, but you you are not even considering the fact that you have enslaved one whole category of humanity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So this was also the answer to the question that did Fir'aun recognize the man? Yes, indeed. He laughed at him, he scoffed at him, he reminded him of all the favors and so on and so forth. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about something. We got to the point where these magicians had surrendered to Allah and Fir'aun began to threaten And he said, I will I will execute you, I will crucify you. And these people within split minutes, they said, no problem, do what you want. We know that you only can make a ruling and cause pain to us in this world. After that, there is nothing of that nature. There is an Allah. There is really a deity who is in supreme control who will take you to task as well. These were the magicians. Former magicians. From this we learn... That when your iman and belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is solid, there is nothing that can shake you. Not a stick nor a brick, not a person nor an army, nothing will shake you. If your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is solid, and you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is on your side. So Musa alayhi salam not being worried, he heard more and more threats from Firaun. So Firaun's people, Firaun warned him that we are going to kill you. Firaun... He told Musa alayhi salatu وَقَالَ فرعون, رَبَّهِ إِنِّي أَخَافُ Fir'aun أن أن says, let me kill this man, he can call out to his God to save him. Let's see who can save him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had told Musa alayhi salam, we will give you a sultan, an authority, they won't be able to harm you, nothing. So Musa alayhi salam was not worried. As a result of this threat, Fir'aun started planning things, but something had happened which we will get to, inshallah, in a few moments. But before we get to that, even the chiefs who were with Fir'aun, his cronies, those who were supporting him, the main men of his, They looked at him and they said, we can't let these people carry on. What do you mean? You need to do something about it. So they're looking at their chief, at their God, at the one whom they take instruction from. And these people, Wallahi, I can actually fit it into life here. How people think sometimes, they want to fix this one and that one. And they quickly tell their boss, you need to sort out that one and sort this one out. And the boss starts acting. Because he hears all the statements of these people. May Allah protect us. This is a Fir'aun mentality. His chiefs, listen to what Allah says. وَقَالَ الْمَلَأُ مِنْ قَوْمِ فِرْعَوْنَ أَتَذَرُ مُوسَىٰ وَقَوْمَهُ لِيُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَيَذَرَكَ وَآلِيَتَكَ قَالَ سَنُقَتِّلُ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ وَنَسْتَحْيِي نِسَاءَهُمْ وَإِنَّا فَوْقَهُمْ قَاهِرُونَ They told themselves and they told Fir'aun, are you going to leave this man doing what he did, he is going to lead people away from your religion, from worshipping you. And this is why Fir'aun says, "Inni akhafu." I fear that he might change your religion. So Fir'aun was already scared. If he was a god, would he be frightened? That I fear they're going to change your religion. He says, I fear they will change your religion. You won't worship me any longer. And I fear that there's going to be a lot of corruption on earth. A lot of chaos on earth because of this man. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, these chiefs, they came up with an idea. What was the idea? They said, look, we can show them our power. We have power. We have authority. We will slay all of their males and we will let the females live. All the males, the children, we will slay them. And they began doing that. So now Musa salam had to talk to his people. Remember, there were people who had accepted the message. Small number. From amongst them there was a man. One man who was very closely related to Fir'aun in his own household. He had accepted Musa (as) salam, but he remained silent. He didn't tell anyone. He was a quiet man. He didn't make his iman apparent. No one knew, but he knew. And you should hear his speech. We will come to it in a few moments. The words he uttered, those were the words that made Fir'aun and him think. But they still didn't accept. But at least, they did not end up killing Musa a.s. Now before we get there, Musa a.s. has his people, a few of these people, they have been enslaved for so long, the magicians have won, the people are frightened of Fir'aun still. And what happened? Musa suddenly is being threatened, and these people are being slain, one after the other. They need a little bit of encouragement. When someone tells you, brother, read your salah, things will open. Read your salah. You read your salah again and again, and things outside are becoming worse. You need a bit of encouragement. You need your iman to become solid and strong. So Musa a.s. قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ اسْتَعِينُوا بِاللَّهِ Musa salam instructed his people to do two things. Seek the help of Allah, number one, and bear patience. Continue seeking the help of Allah without losing hope. You know the Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam, and we've mentioned it before. He says, "Yustajabuli ahadi All your duas that you make shall be answered for as long as you do not make haste. So the companions ask, "What is it to make haste?" He says, "For you to say." I have made dua, made dua, but Allah is not responding. If you say Allah is not responding, it means you want it to come at your time. Allah says, hang on, you told me to give you something when it is right for you, I will give you. And if it is not good for you, do you know out of my mercy, I will keep it away from you. That is Allah. So when you don't get something you really desperately wish for, remember, there is a chance that Allah knows it was not good for you or there is something better for you in the long run. Sometimes we cannot understand this. So when Musa alayhi salam told his people this, they were weak. The magicians were strong, but some of Banu Israel, they were weak, because now they, it's hard for them to witness their children being slaughtered, slayed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they told Musa, قَالُوا They told him, what's the difference? We have suffered before you came because of you. And we are suffering now after you've come also because of you. We are suffering. Before you came, they used to kill all the children because they didn't want you to be born. Now that you are there and you are up, they're still killing all the children. How can we be behind you? So Musa salam continued to talk to them. And he continued to tell them, <laughs> He says, look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will destroy your enemy. You just sit and watch. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you the leadership on land. And he will make you the heirs of whatever is left by these people. So Musa alayhi salam gave them prophecies, glad tidings, good news. And Musa alayhi salam is telling them, look, be patient. Istainu billahi wasbiru. Seek the help of Allah alone. Don't come to me and say, you help. Allah will help. And remember, bear patience with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for His deen. My beloved brothers and sisters, anything you would like to do to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala automatically requires patience and perseverance. Even for us to stand in salah, it needs perseverance. It needs willpower. It needs a form of sabr, a form of patience for you to stand. The heat might be a lot. The people might be there. You might be listening to a little child scream here and there. There is a lot of patience required. And this is what will attain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we started to send Fir'aun, the different signs to prove He's not the God and we are in charge. Fir'aun said he was the God and he was in charge. Allah says, we started sending him such signs that he could do nothing about, to prove to him beyond any doubt that he is not the God and we sent the people of Firaun a drought we sent them a drought so they had lack of crop, no produce now if you've been to egypt subhanallah the Nile is there imagine if that Nile had to now dry up or there was no rain there was drought and all the produce was no longer there. And the man telling you, I am the God. And he's lived a proper life of luxury all along. And suddenly, he's got nothing to eat. He's got nothing to eat. Or his people are suffering, his own cronies have very little to eat. They cannot live that life anymore. So what happened? Allah says in the Quran, in in fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When goodness came in their direction, they said, This is from us. And whenever something bad came to them like this, they always said that this is Musa and his people because of their bad omens, we are suffering. We need to get rid of them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, They went to Musa after some time and they said, Oh Musa. We read the verse this evening. They went to Moses and said, Oh, magician, you big magician. Look, this word is despising, very despising. You're calling a man a magician and he's a prophet. So they said, Oh, magician, go and call your God to remove this calamity we are in. If he removes it, we are guided. Don't worry, we will accept your message. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Musa alayhi salam made a dua, and we removed that. And Allah says, إِذَا هُمْ يَنْكُثُونَ They went back on their word. They went back on their word. He was happy that, Ya Allah, this is a sign. But they went back on their word. So Allah says, we sent them yet another sign. Third sign. The first one was the drought. The second one was the loss of produce. The third one Allah says, فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمُ الطُوفَانَ Allahu Akbar, tufan. Weather, erratic Weather. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them punishment with water, with rain, with all sorts. The weather was against them completely. Number one. When, when that happened, they went back to Musa salam. Ya Musa, just call out to your God. We will now definitely accept. Musa salam. When he makes a dua, suddenly everything subsides and returns to normal. Subhanallah. And then they laughed at him again. They said, no, no, it wasn't you. It was us. It was us. So Allah says, okay, we sent them. After the third sign, the fourth one. What was the fourth one? Al-Jarada. We sent them locusts. Now what type of locusts? There were millions and billions of locusts flying around that they covered the sun. It appeared as darkness. And everywhere there were locusts. They sit on locusts, they look at locusts. There's In their food there's locusts, here there's locusts, there there's locusts. A plague of locusts. Imagine. And Fir'aun is telling everyone, I am the God, I'm still the God. As though those locusts came to worship him. What a fool. And after that they went back to Moses, Musa salam. Ya Musa, you know what? Call out to your Rabb. So Allah is proving to them beyond any doubt that look, this is from this man, he worships Allah who is in control of all this. So when he calls out, Ya Allah take this, remove this, it is removed again so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends them yet another sign Allah says Al-qummal. we sent them the sign of lice, what is lice? you know the lice and these little insect that you have Allah says it was all over, fleas you know a flea and a tick and a lice, that same family all over, biting them sucking their blood Everywhere you go, they sleep, they are bitten. They walk, they are bitten. They go to their farms, they are bitten. They come here, they are bitten. They know this is a problem. All of them are bitten. But why are the people with Musa alayhi salam not being bitten? Subhanallah. So this is why they called him a sahir. They said, this is magic. And all the magicians are now Muslimin. So now they are also not being bitten. So these people are still believing within that all these magicians are doing something against us. My beloved brothers and sisters, Whenever we have a sickness, let's not immediately think, this is magic, someone did something to me. No, 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 no. Sometimes you will have people who might also be connected to some knowledge of deen, who will come to you and say, someone has affected you. They are lying. They are lying. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. It is not like that. You make dua to Allah. Allah is the owner. He will grant you cure. And remember, there is a quick way and a proper way of sorting your matters out. We spoke about this at the beginning of Ramadan when we spoke about shaitan. If a person is rich, or if a person, let's say, is poor, and he wants to become rich, he can either steal and become rich, he will still become rich. Or he can work very hard and earn slowly over time, he will see some money. One is the wrong way, one is the right way. But both of them get you money. One slowly, one very quick. The same applies when you are sick and ill and bad luck has come in your direction. There is a quick way. Go to one who seeks the assistance of a jinn which is totally haram. It is now kufr and shirk. You enter that category as though you have now stolen and your problem is solved overnight. And you say, I had a problem, it's solved. Overnight. But what you did was totally wrong. Unacceptable. We may have lost our iman in the process. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not do that to us. The other way, go and find out what Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa did he read the Muawwidhat. The last two surahs of the Qur'an were revealed for that reason. Repeat that recitation throughout the day with Yaqeen. Leave your bad ways and habits, turn to Allah. The minute you raise your hands, everything will be sorted out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us and help us. But the problem is, I have spoken to some of these people, who go around telling people, your in-laws, they did something on you. And I've told them, where do you get this from? They say, but what can we do? People don't believe us until we say something like that. So that is a crisis. You go to someone and you tell them, no, it's just a sickness. What will they say? They say, no man. They go to someone else. And until they go to the 30th person who says, you know what, it's your in-laws. Or someone from your own family did something on you. Wallahi, these people deserve to be executed. May Allah protect us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from fasad, corruption, to make someone hate their family members for nothing, based on what a jinn might be telling you, which is also haram. And they are laughing at us. We've spoken about it at the beginning of Ramadan. Some powerful talks where shaitan's main aim is to laugh at us and to laugh at Allah. To say, look, ya Allah, I told you, they were ready to cut these 80 lemons. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So my beloved brothers and sisters, Fir'aun was sent yet another sign. Allah says, فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمُ الطُوفَانَ وَالْجَرَادَ وَالْقُمَّلَ وَالضَّفَادِعَ Frogs. What type of frogs? They jumped out of the Nile, they came from underneath, they came from the top, they came from everywhere. They want to eat on the plate of frog lands. They sleep, they're squeezing frogs at the bottom, subhanallah. Frogs all over the show, they can't get rid of them at all. They tell Musa a.s., Ya Musa, we want you to sort this matter out for us, we will definitely believe. And this is over a period of time. And every time they 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 are cured and this thing goes away, they are back in their own ways. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَمَّا وقع عَلَيْهِمُ الرِّجْزُ قَالُوا يَا مُوسَىٰ دْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ بِمَا عَهِدَ عِنْدَكَ لَإِن كَشَفْتَ عَنَّا الرِّجْزَ لَنُؤْمِنَنَّ لَكَ وَلَنُرْسِلَنَّ مَعَكَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ فَلَمَّا كَشَفْنَا عَنْهُمُ الرِّجْزَ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ هُمْ بَالِغُوهُ إِ Every time one of these signs was sent to them, they went to Musa. They said, "Oh Moses, call your Rabb with what he has promised you. Tell him to cure us and to remove this punishment from us and this plague from us. If it is to come out, we will believe in the message and we will release Banu Israel. Those are the two things you want, consider it done. Then when Musa salam made the dua and the sicknesses went, they suddenly broke their promise. Every time, not once, Allah says it happened so many times. Allah says we sent them nine signs. Allah says we have given Moses nine signs. The first two we spoke about. Then at tufana, wal Then Allah says, dam. A dam means the blood. And before this, there were the two other signs. What were those two signs? Those two signs were the stick and the hand. So there we have them. So Allah says, we sent them blood. Now exactly how the blood was sent, Allah knows. But they saw blood everywhere. It was bleeding, blood. Next thing, the Nile, when they pick water out of the Nile, the bucket comes home, converted into blood. So they can't drink the water. Now water is life, we know that. And the Nile, Fir'aun, why did this happen to him? Because you know what he says? Fir'aun says, says, he says, you see these rivers that are flowing beneath me. I am the God of these rivers. All this goodness that is around is because of me. Okay, let's talk now. What about when we take a bucket and it comes out blood? Where did all your power go? Where did all your power go? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us pure water. Water is a gift. Let's never waste it. Let's be from those who appreciate it. And let's understand. We need to thank Allah for this uncontaminated water we have. When I was in London recently, they told me, the water from the tap has been drunk 11 times before. It took me a few seconds to understand what they said. Just like it is taking you a few seconds to digest. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Really it's a fact. Which means it's purified again, comes back to the tap. Purified again, comes back to the tap. Now we have bottled water and we hope and pray that it's genuine because sometimes who knows where it's from. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. And may He save us. So Allah says, we sent them that sign and this sign. And every time they did not want, they disagreed, they broke their promise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says thereafter, Every time we sent them a sign, it was bigger than the previous one which means the first sign was a little bit less. The second one came, it was worse. The third one came even worse. Allah says, then we sent them so many signs and we've recited the verse. They were too arrogant to accept the truth. They were criminals. We learn that arrogance is what makes you deny the truth. When someone speaks the truth to you, pristine, pure religion, pure Islam, pure justice, it just won't be digested by those who have arrogance. They will say, no ways. We learned this and we continue. This evening we heard the verses recited, Mashallah, beautiful verses. Allah says, those who are astray, their first line of attack, their first excuse is they say, look, we found our forefathers doing this and we're going to follow them. We're not going to change anything. Allah says that may result in their complete destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is told to tell the people of Quraysh, you want to follow your forefathers? What if we bring to you something that has more guidance in it than anything your forefathers ever had? Will you follow it? They said, no, we won't. May Allah not make us from those. So, Fir'aun, after that, we were speaking about the man who was a mu'min from the, from the family of Firaun. Allah makes mention of him in the Quran. There is a whole surah which we recited yesterday in the evening named after this man. Al-Mu'min, the one believer from the family of Firaun, anonymous. One whom they knew who he was, but his iman, they did not know he believed, but he was just now arguing with them or trying to reason with them more correctly. Reasoning. وَقَالَ رَجُلٌ مُؤْمِنٌ مِّنْ آلِ فِرْعَوْنَ يَكْتُمُ إِيْمَانَهُ There was a man who was a mu'min from the family of Fir'aun, who was hiding the fact that he was a mu'min. Do you want to kill a man who is claiming that his God is Allah, the Maker, the Creator? You want to kill him? وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بالبينات من ربكم. How can you want to kill him when he has brought the signs from his Rabb to you, to clearly see? So he continues to say, to reason with them. <clears throat> Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He says, if he is a liar, his lies will overtake him. يصيبكم, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says But if he is telling the truth Then you people have had it So if he is a liar It's not going to harm you It's going to harm him And if he is telling the truth Then you people have had it Punishment is coming in your direction What he is promising you is heading in your direction So the best thing, don't kill him Leave him Why do you want to kill him? If you kill him You, you are doomed And if you leave him And he is a liar He is doomed Now look at the common sense. So, they decided not to kill Musa, alayhi salam. Firstly, they knew every time there's a problem, we need him. Because when he calls, the problem is solved. We kill him, what's gonna happen? Nobody will be there to call out. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this man says, Oh my people, I fear a punishment might overtake you just like it overtook the people before you of Ad and Thamud and the others and the people of Noah and what have you. A punishment might overtake you in the same way. And he continued to tell them, وَيَا قَوْمِ مَا أَدْعُوكُمْ إِلَى وَتَدْعُونَنِي إِلَى O my people, what's wrong with you? I am calling you towards Savior, you calling me towards the fire which means they were debating with him. They were arguing with him. Hey, why are you siding with that man? Well, you've got to side with him, even if the whole community is on one side, and there is nobody on his side, but he is correct, you side with him. This is a lesson for us to learn. Whenever we have a case, in our own little lives, where you have justice on one side, and injustice on the other, even if there is nobody on the side of justice, we should find ourselves supporting it. That is how we will be saved. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, after some time, فَوَقَاهُ اللَّهُ مَا مَكَرُوا. Allah saved that man. The day the punishment came, this man who was telling everyone to be careful, was one of those who were saved. What do we learn from this? In the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that when people are prohibiting others from engaging in evil, the day the punishment comes, they will be saved first, and the rest will be punished. But when everybody is silent and they're allowing it to pass, even though they may not be engaging in it, in that case, when the punishment comes, Allah says it will come wholesale to everyone. May Allah safeguard us. <laughs> وَأَخَذْنَا الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا بِعَذَابٍ بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْسُقُونَ Allah says, when the people forget what Allah had instructed them with, Allah first saves those who used to prohibit them from evil and warn them and remind them, and then He punishes the rest of them. So it's our duty inshallah to engage in what is known as nahi anil الْمُنْكَرِ Which means when you see something bad, you need to try and express, say, you need to try and give the message, call the people towards goodness, and at the same time, the bare minimum is in your heart. You need to feel that this is very bad and it is wrong. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Musa alayhi salam and his people, they were suffering a lot at the hands of Fir'aun. He was oppressing them in so many different ways. We're not going to go into all these different ways of oppression. But Musa alayhi salam tells his people, وَقَالَ مُوسَى يَا قَوْمِ إِن آمَنْتُمْ بِاللَّهِ فَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلُوا إِن مُسْلِمِينَ oh my people, if you firmly believe in Allah, now is the time to lay your full trust in Allah. Lay your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No more complaining, no more whinging, whinging. Lay your full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you are submitters. So what did they say? They responded at that point. They had seen what had happened all along. قَانُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ توكلنا. They said, we have now laid our trust in Allah. We, Allah is the best disposer of affairs. You know when we have a problem, we are taught Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam كَانَ إِذَا أَمْرٌ فَزِعَ إِلَى Salah. Whenever he had some major issue confronting him, he quickly rushed to fulfill two rak'at of salah. He rushed. He dropped everything and he was in salah. That was his way of achieving comfort and the pleasure of Allah and asking Allah to help. Every time he had a problem, the first thing he did, فزيع إلى الصلاه. He rushed to salah. When we have a problem, we are supposed to be doing the same. And also we should know that Allah's assistance and guidance will come when we seek it and when we work towards it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. So here, Musa alayhi salam, thereafter, he makes a dua. وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ مُوسَىٰ وَأَخِيْهِ أَنْ تَبَوَّأَ لِقَوْمِكُمَا بِمِصْرَ بُيُوتًا وَجَعَلُوا بُيُوتَكُمْ قِبْلَةً وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةً وَبَشِّرِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ After his people made this dua to say, Ya Allah, save us from the oppressors, and Ya Allah, protect us from the evildoers and so on, Allah says, we reveal to Musa alayhi salam that take your homes in Egypt, enter into your dwellings, and make sure that you fulfill your prayers even in your homes. Which means, do not leave your home as though it is a grave. Rasulullah sallallahu says, لا تجعلوا بيوتكم قبورا Don't let your houses be graves. There's no salah in your house. This is why, the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu he used to read his farad at home, mostly, uh, sorry, he used to read his farad in the masjid, Mostly his sunnah, he used to read it at home. Mostly his sunnah, he used to read it at home. So there was an environment in the home of salah. The house is live, it's alive. So this is what is being referred to here. اِجْعَلُوا Buyutakum qibla. Make sure that you fulfill your salah within your homes. They had their own salah. You see, if we take a look at us in salah here, we are taught to stand, qumulillahi Stand as still as possible. With minimum movement, minimum shaking. Some people sway from side to side. To be honest with you, swaying is the acts of worship taught to the Mosaic people. The Jews do it up to today. You watch them pray, they have to shake. They have to shake when they are praying. Certain prayer. You watch the wailing wall, see what they do. This is why we say, those prayers that people engage in, we need to know where they came from. We need to ask ourselves, is this from Rasulullah ﷺ, or is shaitan trying to trap us once again? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from that which comes from other deens and other religions which is foreign to us. We are taught, waqumu lillahi qanitin. You stand for Allah. With total, total submission, devotion, concentration, minimum movement. So much so, that if you make lots of movement, your salah may also be rendered null and void. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we told Musa alayhi salam and his people to engage in salah. It was their own salah, not the salah that we fulfill here right now in our method. They had their own Sharia. They used to fulfill their salah in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taught them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, give good news to those who are believers, those who do good. So Musa alayhi salam says, This is the dua we were speaking about moments ago. Musa alayhi salam to this point had not made the dua against Fir'aun yet. All his duas were, Ya Allah, these people are now suffering, take it away from them. Allah took it away. So it was actually a mercy. Ya Allah, these people are suffering, take it away from them. This is why sometimes when there are non-Muslims around and we go to assist... It should be a means of da'wah in the sense that we should be thinking within ourselves, Ya Allah, guide this person. You've used me to help them here. Let them think for a moment at least that Islam is a good religion. Here is a man, a proper Muslim, with utmost respect he has stopped and he's changed my whole tire for me and everything and he didn't even want a penny, nothing, and he just went off. I don't even know who he was. All I know is he's a Muslim. What goodness, subhanallah, we need to engage in this type of da'wah as well. Now Allah says, وَقَالَ مُوسَى يَا رَبِّ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this dua وَقَالَ مُوسَى رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ آتَيْتَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَمَلَأَهُ زِينَةً وَأَمْوَالًا فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Oh Allah, You have given Fir'aun and all his people Lots of beauty and lots of goodness in this world Ya Allah, You have given them wealth so much in this world and you've given them the beauty of the dunya, Oh Allah, have you given them this so that they can lead people astray from Your path, Ya Allah? They are leading people astray from Your path, Ya Allah. Tumis ya Allah, destroy their wealth totally. One word, destroy their wealth. You know the word ala amwalihim, extinguish their wealth. Turn it off, switch it off, gone, totally out. And Ya Allah, tie their hearts up. Now they won't believe. We want to see them seeing the punishment. We want to see them seeing the punishment. Because they will never ever believe until they see severe punishment. What made him say this? He's a Nabi, he's a prophet. Why is he making such a solid dua against these people whom he was sent to? Because there were so many signs, one after the other, after the other, clear, loud signs, and they rejected them. My beloved brothers and sisters, in my life and yours, Allah sends us signs. We've spoken about these signs. Motor vehicle accident, health problem, this issue, suffer a loss, suffer someone passing away. All these are signs that come from Allah. You have an examination, you read two rak'at of salah, Ya Allah, if you make me pass, I will never miss a salah. And you pass with flying colors that morning Fajr was in the bed. Wallahi! So, what different are we? How different are we from those who used to promise Allah, Ya Allah, you do this for me, I do that. Why? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a lesson from this Fir'aun and his ways and habits. And we should never have those habits in us. Especially when someone is flying in the air and there is turbulence in a season like this and the aircraft is going up and down. We know, Ya Allah, you hold your seats. Bismillah. For the first time in your life, the sincerity levels are at 100% plugged in. <laughs> ya Allah, you bring me down to the ground. Ya Allah, I'll do this and do that. Remember, that is something you need to be on the same sincerity levels throughout your life. May Allah open our doors. Grant us goodness. So, Musa is making a dua. Ya Allah, extinguish and punish them and so on. Allah says, Qala qad Akbar. Allah says, the dua of both of you is accepted. Now, you just be steadfast. Remain steadfast. Never ever follow the path of those who don't know the two of you. Who are the two? Musa and Harun. May peace be upon them. So, the dua was made by Musa, alayhi salam. It is reported Harun, alayhi salam, was standing next to him saying, "Amin, Amin." So now Allah says the dua of both of you. And from this we learn, if a du'a is being made, you say "Amin." it means istajib ya Rabbi. Answer this du'a, I also want it for me ya Allah. I agree with it, yes ya Allah, this is the du'a. That is what is the meaning of the term ameen. Istajib ya Rabbi. Answer this for us ya Allah. So it's important for us to say "Amin" to the good du'as that are made. May Allah open our doors. Amen. So here we have Musa a.s. made a du'a, Allah told him your du'a is granted. Wait, watch what we're gonna do. Wait and watch what we are going to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fir'aun in the meantime, he's telling his people. Min dahb, if this man really wants us to accept him, why doesn't he have gold bangles like ours? You see, the, the, the pharaohs, they had lots of jewelry. You know, they had big jewelry even on their heads, gold. And they had it all over. He says, why doesn't this man have any jewelry at all? Not even one gold bangle. Let him bring forth some gold bangles and we see who has more in terms of wealth. And why doesn't he bring the angels all tied up together, all one serving him? Look at me, Fir'aun is saying. I have all these people, we tie them and we make them do what we want. You know the ancient Egyptians, they used to tie the people and make them build their pyramids and what have you and whatever else. If you go there, you will probably see how. They were all in one line like slaves, like animals treated. So, Fir'aun is saying, why doesn't Moses bring the angels and do the same thing with the angels? And this is when Musa salam makes this dua, that ya Allah, take his wealth away. These gold bangles, what are they all about? Nothing. It doesn't make you correct or wrong. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us sustenance that is good for us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مُتَّبَعُونَ We're getting interesting now, mashallah. Allah says, we reveal to Musa alayhi salam at night, take all Banu Israel and you go towards the sea and you will be followed. So Musa alayhi salam tells the whole of Banu Israel quietly at night, we need to go, everyone, leave everything and let's move. Where do we go? Just go, let's go. So they all went. How many were there? How many were they? It's a good question. Some of the historians say, there were 600,000. 600,000 Banu Israel, more than half a million. And they're all going. Where are they going? They're just walking. And as they're gone, Fir'aun gets the news. So Fir'aun says, What? They are going there? We are going to follow them. But Allah had already told Musa alayhi salam, You are going to be followed. So, so Fir'aun is coming but he was too lazy to go by night. You see, he had all different mode of transport, much quicker and faster than these people who were busy walking. So Musa a.s. is walking with them, and they got to the sea. As they got to the sea, it was now in the morning, they left at night, but now they had walked all night. In the morning, Allah says, atba'uhum مُشْرِقِينَ Fir'aun and them, they left early morning, they didn't want to travel by night. Because he wasn't the god of the moon, to tell the moon, come, we want to see the road here. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to leave in the morning, because that's the only time they could see. So when they left, very quickly, they caught up with these people. And from a distance, the people of Musa, who were right at the end, they saw these people of Fir'aun coming in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا تَرَاءَ الْجَمْعَانِ قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَىٰ إِنَّا لَمُدْرَكُونَ When the two armies, when the two groups saw each other, still there was a distance. The people of Musa said, No, we are now caught, we are in trouble. We are now in trouble. We have now been caught up with. So Musa salam heard that. He says, Kalla, never. It's impossible. He didn't know what to do. He's looking. In front of him is the sea. Behind him, the army of Firaun. On the side, they couldn't escape because there were these mountains and so on. So, they had nowhere to go. And he says, Nay, man. Allah instructed me. I am calm. We told you yesterday, Musa alayhi salam was always calm. Allahu akbar. Now, what's going to happen? فَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ مُوسَىٰ بِعْصَاكَ الْبَحْرِ Allah says, we reveal to Musa salam at that moment, strike the sea with your stick. So he struck it. And suddenly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَكَانَ فِرْقٍ كَالطَّوْدِ الْعَظِيمِ It separated the water. So that either side looked like a large mountain which means the water. These people were looking now at the bed of the sea. And on the sides were huge walls of water. And they had to walk now in it. Now imagine you checking, you're seeing subhanallah, this water high up, I've got to walk in it. They had nowhere else to go, they went in. Now, Firaun and his people are wondering what's happening here. But as they got closer, these people were already far inside. They were already starting to come out on the other side. And Allah says it was dry. It was very dry. Allah dried it up. So the sun rose on it. The wind blew on it. So Allah says, Yabasan is the word used in the Quran. When we instructed Moses to go to the sea and to strike with the stick, we made it a dry road for them to pass. It wasn't wet. No wet, nothing. Meaning nothing became wet. Now what happened? As they are coming out there, Fir'aun, he looks, he sees, he says, you see, this road, it happened for me. Wallahi, it did happen for him. But in order to destroy him, not in order to assist him. So they began to go in. As they began to go in, they arrived near the center. These people were out completely. And it is reported that Musa alayhi salam hit it with a stick again. To do what? Close it. By the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, started closing in. Now imagine these big walls. Firaun one little midget in, in, in place of meaning, in comparison with this huge wall here. And suddenly it starts coming in. His people are going in front of him. And he is going as well. Now there is a problem. He knows now. I've seen so many signs. Now this is it. I don't have power. I am no God. There is nothing. There is nothing. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذَا أَدَرَكَهُ When he was almost drowning, He says, I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship besides the God of Banu Israel and I am a submitter. When did he say that? After it was already over, the game is over. Basically we gave you so many chances now... You are at your deathbed right when this ghargara is overtaking you. Your soul is being removed from your body. You want to say, I believe. Too late. The same verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed it for all of us. Allah says, Tawbah, the doors of Tawbah are opened. But Tawbah is not for the one who continues committing sin. Then when death comes to him, then he says, Ya Allah, now I repent. Allah says, once death comes to you, it's too late. So my beloved brothers and sisters, we have this opportunity of Ramadan. We need to seek the forgiveness of Allah. We need to change our ways and habits and it is not difficult. What assistance is it going to be for you or me if we engage in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How is it going to help me? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. So, he says, I believe, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, very powerful verse. Is it now that you want to accept this message? Yet you were disobedient in the past. You had transgressed in the past, and you were from amongst the corrupt. And he drowned. And his body was turning and Banu Israel is looking at this man who called himself God, helplessly tossing, turning on the water and tossing and turning and coming and going and he's drowning and bubbling and so on. Next thing he's gone, totally drowned. And after a while what happens? The, the earth spat him out. Why was he spat out? Allah says, <laughs> la لَغَافِلُونَ. This day we shall preserve this body of yours for it to be a means of lesson for those who are to follow. And Allah says, but still, so many people are oblivious of our signs. Today, when we go to Egypt, we want to see these mummies. As I said, some people say it was Ramses the second. We don't know, and it's not very important for us to know. But we see the mummies, and we see all these bodies. And we stand there taking photos, getting excited and standing behind and say, look, take me, take me, Fir'aun behind there. And you take... We lost the plot. Wallahi, we don't know why it was preserved. Why was it preserved? For us to say, me and Fir'aun in one photo, أعوذ billah, Allah protect us. The whole reason why he was preserved is for us to know anyone who feels they're haughty, they're all going to end up even in a worse manner than this. Which means, he... His body is still preserved there. With every one of us, it will be eaten by the soil. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a good death. And may Allah open our doors. There are lots of lessons to be learned from Fir'aun. The man who called himself the Lord of the worlds, the God of all, look at his end, look at how he was gone. And another reason why he was also spat out is because... Anyone who had doubt from amongst Banu Israel, who might be thinking, "No, he's in the water; he's going to come out." It was already clear for them: he's not in the water; he is out; he is lifeless; he is over; everything is over. Well, alamin. We continue tomorrow, insha'Allah. Wassalamu'alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Nabi Muhammad. Subhanallah, bihamdihi. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu ilaha illa anta nashtawiruka wa natabu ilayk.